0: Rats. Welcome to Send This to Trace. I'm Hannah. I'm Emily. And we're two best friends who are recapping one of our favorite shows, CSI Crime Scene Investigation. Join us as we make our way through the top 50 ranked episodes and get a heaping dose of 2,000 nostalgia along the way. Let's get to it! Woo! Ow! That won't go in it. <laughs> Welcome back to Send This to Trace Labra. What's up, guys? We're coming to you live from Hannah's nursery floor. Yes!
1: (laughs) As she has the best rug on the freaking planet. I have
0: half a cute nursery, half a pile of junk. And we're sitting on the floor on pillows, using my old nightstand as a recording thing because my husband needs the office because he's, you know, works. (laughs) You know.
1: (laughs) So this is
0: is where we're at. Emily, how are you today?
1: Oh, doing Doing good. Doing okay. I've got some, I don't know what, if it's soap reactions. Soap. <laughs> or bug bites. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because uh, Trent Mother Yard yesterday.
0: Yeah. No. This weekend. If it's like me, it's bug bites. Because. Maybe it's bug bites. Hannah has bug bites all the It's freaking over everywhere. Me. Like, all I woke up this me. morning and
1: I have, like, I have a bunch of them. I They're don't know where. Everywhere. And, and I don't th- think my dogs have fleas.
0: I. I attract mosquitoes. I always have. They've always found me. They've always bitten me if they're in any sort of vicinity. Mm-hmm. But it's been worse this year. And so I was looking up. I was like, is something wrong with me? Like, I was like, why do mosquitoes bite certain people? One of the reasons is they bite pregnant people because they sweat more. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, great. This is going to be great. So, summer's almost over. Could <laughs> and and, you <laughs> Yes. And so hopefully the mosquito bites will be over soon, but I can't sit outside. Saturday was the first day of fall. It was not here. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty nice no. on Saturday, though. It was the wedding I mean, has been very decent compared to like I'm yeah. wearing long sleeves and a long and leggings. They will bite my hands and feet. Even yeah. part of me that's exposed, They're determined, and I hate it. Makes it yeah. I can't go outside or enjoy myself.
1: There was something else I was going to tell you, and I have no idea what it was. Oh, Raina, question. Yeah. Do you have random cravings, like stuff that you never thought you're like? What on God's so, earth have I okay.
0: <laughs> I have cravings, but they're not, like, so strong that I'm, like, rabid for them, you mm-hmm. know? Like, some people have cravings that will last, like, through their... Like, they're always craving this certain thing. Mm-hmm. Mine come in waves, but I craved orange juice on Saturday. <laughs> Which was adorable. So much so that I went to the grocery store to get it. <laughs> I've craved iced coffee. I've craved apples and hot dogs. I really wanted hot dogs so bad. But I can't have hot dogs unless it's all, like, one kind of meat. Because of, like, like how it's heated. Beef. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been ha- eating, like, beef brats. But, anyway. <laughs> oh, she can eat some, <laughs> some simple into the hot yeah, dog. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, yeah. Those have been my cravings. And lunch meat. Oh, I love lunch meat. But I can't have it unless it comes from... My doctor said a reputable deli. Which, I, which he, he said means anything where it's lost fresh. So, uh-huh. like, the grocery so- store is fine. Like, Jersey Mike's is fine. Because they, like, shave their meat. So I gotcha. It- Does it have to be warmed up? Uh, It should be warmed up. He Typically. Yeah, typically. I have been a little bit lax in going to get some subs and not heating it up. But honestly, I was like, when have I ever had listeria? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's let's not start today. (laughs) Let's not start today. But sometimes you just need it, so that. But yeah, iced coffee. I mean, that makes
1: sense with the fresh...
0: Yeah. I had a pumpkin spice latte for the first time last week and it was heavenly. Get it girl. So like decaf coffee is really good. And yeah, apparently orange juice I get like cravings for like fruity, sweetie stuff, but not like chocolate, like fruit sweet. Like junk. Yeah, like junk. Yeah. So that's You actually I'm have like <laughs> clean cravings, like clean orange juice and freaking apples. Well, that's the reason I wouldn't have to it. I there. My in I read fruit somewhere reese. that like orange juice was like really good for you because like It still has the fruit in it as long as you get it, you know, like from real fruit. Uh And so I justified it that way. (laughs) I deserve this. It deserves my own juice. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've heard people talk about their cravings and they're like rabid for stuff. And I've just not had that. Like, where, it's like, where it's, like, super intense. I was kind of looking forward to having crazy cravings, though.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah. Just so- to, like, have some stories. It's just like, yeah, it's like, you're dipping
0: pickles in peanut butter. Like, please don't do that. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to crave pickles. I like pickles on hamburgers, and that's about it. And fried pickles.
1: Yeah, I can, I can leave pickles. Like, I can't
0: you know? just pick a pickle out of a jar and eat it by itself. <laughs> It's gross. Oh gosh!
1: When I did one of my clinicals mm-hmm. at an OB office, this lady literally had a jar of pickle juice in her refrigerator next to her desk. Ew! And she would drink the pickle juice. <gasps> it's disgusting. And I don't much care for pickles. I'm okay with like fried pickles and like dipping it. And, yeah, like, drown even like and ranch, ranch. ranch and stuff. Yeah. the ranch versus the it's the ranch ratio on the fried pickle is it's significant. Yes. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but like I don't. I, don't, I just don't much care for pickles. Mm-hmm. And, like, whenever she did that, I was like,
0: oh, God. Like, pickle <laughs> juice? No. That should
1: be a freaking sin. The but only, there's a
0: lot of people that like pickle juice. The only time I ever use pickle juice is when, because I make Chick-fil-A sandwiches at home sometimes. Oh, look at And you. you put pickle juice with the egg and, like, oh. get it in there. Oh, it's so good. That's, I mean, that, yeah, if you're, like, mixing it with something That's or, like, thing.
1: cooking, you know, with, like, like, diced up pickles or relish or, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah that's fine but i was just i was actually thinking about this one I'm, like, I'm wondering if hannah has cravings,
0: my co-workers keep saying like oh it'll be pickles and ice cream for too long and i was like i like ice cream i don't crave ice cream i'd rather have cake but you know and i like pickles on hamburgers but again that's about it
1: <laughs> yeah but I, even that you have to have like a hamburger fully cooked don't you
0: yeah 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 so i mean
1: do you like medium
0: not really medium, not medium well is I mean, usually medium what medium i usually well. get so one step up to well isn't too big of a deal yeah. for me it's about the same. Plus, usually I just get, like, fast food hamburgers anyway. Yeah. And they're all the same. <laughs>
1: That's it. You know, it is what it is. It's fine.
0: But I love french fries. I don't crave them, but if they're ever on the menu now, I'm like, I want like, french fries. That salt. I want my french fries and ketchup. That starch. French fries and yes. ketchup. Yes. All right. But
1: I think that's all I had. uh,
0: Yeah. I didn't have any. It's been... I mean, I've been busy, but it's not been, like, fun busy. It's just been, like, regular-ass busy.
1: I wish... uh, Oh, another thing. I wish I was back at the beach because why is it that you take freaking vacation and you come back to work and it's, like, a freaking shit show? It's worse. Monday was awful. Yeah. Last Monday, I could have literally... Turn my badge in and quit. <laughs> no, I'm out. <laughs> I was that close to a break. I had a meltdown. Oh my gosh. I had a meltdown that day. Oh, no. And it didn't help because I my period that Sunday. Of course. <laughs> and Monday morning, rolling all up in work and people being stupid. <laughs> And hormones were, ra- oh, I could have literally punched a hole through the wall. I was, yeah. that night, I cried. Aww. Like, I was, I, it was, it was a bad day. Trent had a bad day at work. Mm-hmm. His bad, his bad day turned into Tuesday, but Tuesday and Wednesday was, like, better for me. Yeah. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I texted, uh, Amy, uh, my, the other tech that I yeah. work with, and I was like, I said, listen here. <laughs> If this happens again, it's it going to continue. If we have another day like this, I said I will text our supervisor mm-hmm. and say I'm going home for the day. We're going to start over tomorrow. Yeah, bye. she said uh, she would probably die. I said I don't care what she does <laughs> <laughs> because I said my mental. Status
0: yeah. cannot
1: handle that again. I'm scared to
0: death of my maternity leave, like coming back from maternity leave and like having all these emails. Which I'm gonna try to keep up with it, like slowly, just like check it once a week and can like you just like, gradually, stuff. like
1: on maternity leave, um, like check stuff and do stuff. I that? can.
0: I can't do. I can't do too much because I'm technically like unemployed, and so it's like illegal for me to do work right. because of like liability stuff. So yeah, that's all. I, that's all I was curious about. Now you're all caught up with us in our exciting lives. Yeah, yeah, we crazy. have. Um,
1: hormones will make you have a meltdown at work. Yeah. Um and I've and I'm not the one pregnant. So <laughs> um, my hormones have settled down to be like fair. two of my coworkers, one was a paramedic and one is the C T X ray tech, I literally had about melt- they're two men too. <laughs> I literally had a full blown meltdown. Yeah. On both of them and they just kinda of stared at me. And of course they understood what I was mm-hmm. having a meltdown over. Oh, I was so, new, so many so words. They'll be like, "They're there." <laughs> so many words coming out of my mouth. I can't tell you what they were, and it's very inappropriate for this podcast. But um, one of them, like, just—I don't think he just likes crying. Yeah. So he was like trying to—they were trying to make me laugh. I had a and co-worker that, that, used, that used to do that too, and I was like, "Bitch, just let me cry. Just let me cry. <laughs> be mad about it." Trent does that too. He—he he won't he let does. me be mad at anything. But, anyways.
0: So we go to our episode. <laughs> let's jump in <laughs> to this Sorry. real, to this very cheery episode we have today. Oh, excuse me. Okay. So let's start with where are we? Because we've had like four or five episodes in between the bullet runs through it saga oh. and this yeah. one that we have today. That was so, a So a, a couple of things. Kelly Gordon is back in Nicholas's life. Kelly Gordon is the daughter of the guy who kidnapped Nick and, Nick and buried him. Yes. so That
1: took a minute. She pops up.
0: I keep forgetting what her name is. She pops up a couple times. She comes to see him at the lab. She's like watching him do a like crime scene. Like he thinks he sees her in the crowd and she was like, yep, that was me. And he's kind of like, what are you like doing? And she's like, I'm just, I wanted to let you know that I'm taking what you said to heart, like to leave it, leave it go and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So she's having a bit of a time, but she's around. So in one of these episodes a victim is found dead and they connect her back to Kelly and her dad mm. and it turns out that the victim was actually their like therapist or like their like estate person like helping like basically she's helping get Kelly the money from her father's estate after oh, her father oh, died
1: yeah after he blew himself up
0: yes. So, it turned out that this person was laundering her client's money and, like, skimming off of it. And so, she had stolen some money, that money, from Kelly. And so, Kelly ended up killing this woman and Mm -hmm. was the person behind it. Now, while they're investigating all of this... Nick runs across what Archie and Grissom have been doing on the slide. Yeah, with that recording, and they find out that the lady that was killed is the second person on the tape saying "perfect." She helped Kelly's dad do all of this stuff. I which noticed is that. Sick.
1: It was. It was. It was terrible. So sick. I, I was like, "Why is he like?" All of a sudden, just going over that tape, yeah. And it and then it dawned on me that he was trying to connect it, and then ended up like Kelly, I think, is yeah, he was looking Peach into ended up dying.
0: yeah, he was looking into some evidence with uh to do with Kelly and saw that Archie and Grissom had been working on that. This. It was part of the yeah, it the actually file.
1: connected, yeah. yes.
0: So that was that's the end of Think of Nick's drama. But he
1: had his little flashbacks,
0: I know, and I was like, oh, poor Nick, <laughs> please don't have him out there. So I think that's it with Nick's, Nick's issues. We have a bit of a more Sam problem. I'm not going to go into detail on this episode because this was a long, That was the uh, episode. Kiss, kiss, pop, pop, right? Yes. Yeah, so, Sam goes to this party for a bunch of big wigs. This lady dies, and this other guy dies. Anyway, they find a handkerchief that looks like one that he has, and he's like, Oh, I gave it to this woman, and Catherine doesn't trust him. And he's apparently seeing Catherine's mom again. So, at the end of the episode, Sam and Catherine's mom go out to dinner, and Catherine joins them. So, if they're, like, kind of becoming a quasi-family. Catherine's eh. trying to get a chance. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: he's, like, you know, her mom claims that he's, like, being so good to her this time. And, yeah. like, it's not a monogamy relationship, and she mm-hmm. knows that. And it's it's just one of those, she's just taking it moment by moment. Yeah. And Catherine's like, <sighs> I guess. Like, whatever. I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't blame Catherine. No, again, I don't blame her mom either. No, I mean I see both sides of it. If somebody's trying to get with me and they got a lot of money, you know, and I'm a single person, (laughs) I'm be like, okay, let's go, girl. Anyway, that kind of catches us up with our main people. I believe there were some weirdo episodes in between, like people with extreme hair growth. Lord
1: have mercy. That's so stupid.
0: Women who killed their kids and try to kidnap other ones as their own, and it's just a lot.
1: Listened. Those were some uh, They were
0: hunky-dories. Uh, for sure. So, CSI is still in its, let's pick this random condition or <laughs> something that it person was a, has it was some weird, and make an episode around Weird it. shit
1: going on. Also, um, I know we'll get into it, but I'm just going to say this because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we'll get into it toward the end about like the fashion and stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Nick shaved that caterpillar off his face.
0: Yes. But he the gained hair, he gained a little more. <laughs> it was it's not great. It ain't. But
1: if we're going to have facial hair, Nick go all out, don't be growing a caterpillar. No, like, no caterpillars. You know, some men look okay with mustaches and that's that's fine. Nick is yes. not one of those. <laughs> no. No, it didn't We'll get really into
0: what the trade off of that was? Yeah, I made it. I made it hefty notes <laughs> <laughs> about, about Nick's hair problem. Is this in two thousand? This is two thousand and six, six, six. Or no, wait, hold on. I'm this is season. Because... This is season six. So this is two thousand and
1: seven. Okay, the reason why I asked is because, like, in one of the episodes, it said something. Uh like two year, like two or three years ago. It was like two thousand and four. Like one of the cases. Yeah. You, you mentioned like I was like, I bet we're like yeah. we're so in like
0: two thousand and seven now. Yeah. Which is appropriate for how Nick's hair looks, but yeah. So we'll jump into our episode. This episode is called Pirates of the Third Reich.
1: It is not what you're thinking. It's <laughs>
0: It kind of is. It's 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 a lot. It's we can't lot really explain to, it without going yeah. into it. But this is our 25th episode. This is our halfway point. What? Yes! I realized that. It is. It is.
1: So, um, what is our episode rank?
0: It's ranked number 43. So we're toward yeah. the bottom. And I would concur that this episode probably should be in the bottom portion. Yeah. I think it should be ranked. Especially compared to the ones that we watched to get here, I think.
1: I Yeah. Maybe. C-
0: compared to some of the
1: other ones that like we liked a lot of the in-between episodes yeah. versus the ranked mm-hmm. this one I guess deserves a rank I think for now
0: for now <laughs> <laughs> we'll see uh, but it's it's a lot yeah. and it's a heavy episode it deals with a lot of things so I apologize if you're triggered for many Still of it did. it's just yeah just get ready. So we'll jump into our summary right, So sorry. I'm sorry I'm moving around it's oh, fine I'm flow. sorry you're like a no I was like, we'll oh, sit on the floor. Oh, be that's right. better.
1: That's better. You
0: can sit on this thing. Well, it too. helps
1: if I didn't wear freaking jeans. Yeah, I'm
0: got leggings I on in a sweatshirt. I almost wore my
1: stretchy capri pants, and I probably should have done that. <laughs> but it's better now. I can have I have the feeling back in my leg. Okay, um, so we're good.
0: All right, all right. So this episode opens where Grissom meets up with Nick and Brass out in the middle of the desert during a dust storm. I thought it was a fire. I thought it was a sandstorm. Apparently, it's a dust storm. <laughs> And they're in the day. Out there in the middle of nowhere, there's the body of an emaciated, half naked woman found sticking out of the sand. Her right hand has been cut off and her head has been shaved. The number nineteen is branded into her upper arm, and due to the death storm, any shoe prints and tire treads have been completely blown away. So David's like, Hey, can we just pick her up and take her back and not worry about clearing the sand? Grissom's like, Yeah, there's no point.
1: Uh yeah, because it's it's blown all over creation anyway. Yes.
0: Also, brass was like didn't Jesus like do solitude in the desert or something like that? And I was like, Brass, read the room.
1: And then, <laughs> yeah, me? he said that. And Grissom was like, Oh, well, he had a choice.
0: To yeah, do this. no kidding. This lady's not out here fasting in the desert on her uh, own free no. will. No. Also, and Brass Jesus didn't made... die out in the desert. <laughs> okay, this will connect later, but Brass makes a Holocaust reference in there. He was like, Branding and shaved heads. What does that remind you of? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like i said unfortunately we'll come full circle but, but I, I didn't s- think about that i, was like, I Brass. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> no. it!" no <laughs> you stop that so during this poor woman's autopsy david takes vitreous fluid from her eye blah, 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 blah. to get an estimate of the time of death and i wrote down you david <laughs> oh shoot like no Anyway, he tries to do that and the eye pops out of its socket. Because the optic nerve has been severed. And, and Nick
1: about hit the floor. Did yeah, you see like, that? He's, he's like, like, no. Do we have to do this?
0: <laughs> Doc tells Grissom that the victim had puncture wounds around her glandular area from large gauge needles. He also pulled something metallic from between her teeth. Blah, blah, blah. All of the victim's organs are abscessed due to necrotizing fasciitis. I think I'm saying that right. Um.
1: Uh,
0: fasciatis that's right. There we go. Yeah. Which is a flesh-eating disease. Because the disease started in the victim's bloodstream, Gerson wonders if the needles were used to give her something rather than to, like, take blood from her. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, questions like, what is, was she, like, did she have cancer? Like, what, what is going on? Like,
1: what would cause her organs
0: to, because she was very yes. skinny. Yeah. And her skin was different. Very skinny. Her skin looked okay, but, like, she was, like, rotting from the ends. It was terrible. But they
1: were saying that, like, um starving yourself does not shrink your organs right that yeah 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 or make do the yeah because doc was
0: like you can starve yourself and you'll shrink but your organs are not going to shrink yes yeah there we go that's what it was (laughs) (laughs) Words. (laughs) so wendy does some testing on the eye and she finds two different drugs one of which is chlorpromazine which sarah notes is usually giving to mental patients Wendy also discovers that the severed eyeball actually belongs to someone else. It belongs to a male. Boop. And it's been separated from its owner for at least over a week. But uh, just the eye. oh, just <laughs> eyes, Eyes make me just... I know. They're so fragile. Uh, I don't like it.
1: Yeah. I used to work at an eye doctor and I can't... Mm-mm. I can't
0: do it. So, the... I originally belonged to someone named Jack Landers, who's a convicted sex offender. Jack's parole officer leads Sarah and Brass to Jack, who's living on the street, and he believes he's a pirate. He calls himself Captain Jack. This is after Pirates of the Caribbean came out, so they copied him. Oh, <laughs> I was, you
1: know, I was actually thinking about, I was like, I wonder when
0: uh, Pirates of the Caribbean came out. Yes. So he thinks he's a pirate. He wears an eye patch, because he's obviously missing one of his eyes. Jack is brought to the hospital where the doctor tells Nick and Sarah that he believes Jack has been lobotomized. Uh, Yeah. He said lobotomies between the 30s and 40s were done through the eye socket. When Jack takes his shirt off, Nick notices the number 13 is branded into his upper arm, making Jack another victim and not a suspect. So this poor man has been lobotomized and gone nuts and now lives on the street. It's terrible. It's It's absolutely terrible. It's
1: disgusting, really. Ugh. Um, That... Humans are even capable of doing this stuff, it just yeah.
0: Brass lets Grissom know that the victim has been identified as a Zoe Kessler, the estranged daughter of (gasps) Lady Heather. (laughs) She's back, (laughs) yes. Our favorite, our favorite lady of dominating is back, yes. (laughs) And not in a good capacity, though. It's very very sad. No, so Zoe. Heather, Lady Heather mentions Zoe in the very first episode that we ever see her in. She's talking to Catherine about having a daughter who goes to Harvard, and she's so proud of her and all this stuff. So, like, when we find out that that it's her daughter, I was like, my notes are all in caps. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this daughter that, like, went to Harvard, Harvard, how has she gone, like, this far downhill? Mm -hmm. So, in Zoe's apartment, Catherine Grissom and Brass find evidence that Zoe hadn't been there for about ten weeks. Grissom finds a note for an appointment with a BETS, B-E-T-Z, The answering machine has three messages, two of which are from the Betts Clinic following up with Zoe after one of her visits. Grissom also comes across a photo of Zoe and notes that she has heterochromia, which means one eye is... I think she has one brown eye and one blue eye. Yes. In the morgue, Lady Heather is the one that has to identify Zoe's body. She notes that the branding on Zoe's arm required skill and, and the infliction of pain. When asked if Zoe had given birth, Doc Robbins tells her that due to the condition of the body, it's difficult to tell. Lady Heather mentions that Zoe always wore her grandmother's ring on her right hand. Doc Robbins silently confirms that they haven't found the ring or her hand at all, because remember, her hand has been uh-huh. taken off. Um,
1: and we'll find out why, but at the crime scene, they were like, I wonder if like, an animal like,
0: yes. took off with it. She tells him that Zoe dropped out of school a year ago and that she didn't know she was back in town at all. The two hadn't been in contact for reasons Lady Heather's keeping private. Grissom informs her that Zoe participated in a study at the Betts Clinic and disappeared shortly after. When told that Zoe's body was found in the desert off Highway 55 near Sparks, Lady Heather excuses herself from the conversation and leaves with a very determined look on her face. So she knows something... Or Mama, she ain't going she, she to play. Uh-huh. Lady Heather is going to absolutely yeah. drag this person's ass, and I would be scared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. uh, when we get
1: to the end of this episode, I have some thoughts.
0: There are thoughts, yes. Yeah. At the Betts Clinic, Dr. Jeff, Jeff, Dr. Jacob, <laughs> words, Jacob Wolfowitz, <laughs> that's tells, a terrible last name. I know, bless him. Tells Catherine and Greg that Zoe was part of an overnight sleep study due to chronic insomnia. However, she left the study early because she was uncomfortable with her surroundings. Dr. Wolfowitz adds that the patients are intensely screened before joining the study. The study involves getting medications administered and having electrodes attached to your body. Back in the lab, Greg informs Grissom that Zoe and Captain Jack were part of the same study and that they both left the study early. There were 10 other people in the study. However, they've turned up alive and well and not branded. Zoe's car was also found at an impound lot downtown, having been towed from the clinic's parking lot two days after she disappeared. Elsewhere, Wendy tells Nick that the substance pulled from between Zoe's teeth was sinews from her own hand. She tried to eat herself free from whatever she was trapped in. It's awful. It is absolutely awful. Like, what an episode so far. And we're not even to the worst of it. No, absolutely. We're not (laughs) kind of there. So, again, strap on. Because No, don't strap on. I don't... (laughs)
1: Because it's the Lady Heather. It is. Episode. (laughs) That's true. just, yeah, the Lady Heather on the brain. Strap in, folks.
0: Strap in. (laughs) I swear I love you. Oh, man. So, while they're out searching for Zoe's missing hand that she chewed off in the desert, along with some cadets, Nick and Warwick come across a barn. Outside of it, they find a pile of dirt with flies buzzing around it, and they note the smell of decomp. The barn contains many abnormal plants, one of which is called a corpse flower. Now, a corpse flower don't look like that, number one. Number two. I was wondering there's there's not very many corpse flowers and I don't think you can just keep them in your house. You might be able to. I don't know. But I don't think people do for obvious reasons. (laughs) Uh, you're you're the plant
1: expert. I thought that name of the flower sounded really familiar and I thought that was a real flower.
0: Um, does it really smell? It does. It really does. Like people like it only blooms like maybe once a year or once every few years, you know. But like People like, I don't know if you need it, but people go and like (laughs) smell it just out of curiosity. Just just without, obviously, so you don't have to go to a dead body to smell what decomp smells like. But
1: that is gross. It's weird. Like, why would you that? No. I don't know. What is that?
0: So, Warwick and Nick make their way to the house and they find a package on the front stoop addressed to Dr. Wolfowitz. So, this is where the doctor lives. After hearing some rustling around inside, they announce their presence only to have the door answered by Lady Heather. So she's been in his house, she knows where he lives, snooping around. snooping around. In the interrogation, Lady Heather admits to Grissom that she's guilty of breaking and entering. She says that she pieced together that Dr. Wolfowitz was the one overseeing Zoe's test and that he lives close to where her body was found. By breaking into the house, her hope is that the doctor would press charges and that means the police have to investigate what's missing, all of that uh-huh. stuff. It gives if, them probable cause <clears throat> yes. to be able
1: to investigate mm-hmm. yeah.
0: If he refuses to press charges, the something is that he's hiding something. So she's thought this through. Which is actually pretty impressive. She's so smart. I love yeah. her. Dr. Wolfowitz tells Brass that he won't press charges and owns nothing of value, calling Lady Heather, quote unquote, disturbed. Which, oh, listen, Linda. Uh, you, like I said, you ain't even ready. <laughs> no, no. Lady Heather shows Grissom a page from a book that's one of the earliest illustrations of the Romulus and Remus myth. She believes it's worth thousands and doesn't think Jacob could afford the print. The illustration is confirmed to be genuine, which is nuts. told, When told that Jacob could have used spit and string to cleanly remove the page from the book, Grissom swabs it for DNA, but he still needs the original book to confirm the match.
1: Okay, when they show that theory, like a flashback of that theory... That's pretty smart, but I would have done choked on the string and yeah. been
0: caught, you know, I mean, there wouldn't have been, <laughs> well, I mean, like in middle school, we, I, I remember ripping page with spit, like yeah. you just fold it in half and spit on it and then fold it both ways and then it just whoosh, like, yeah. comes apart real good. So, I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah, But
1: without making a lot of noise and like suspicion and stuff.
0: So, yeah. Also, I liked her and uh, Grissom's back and forth in that scene. It was very reminiscent of. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Times. Yeah. So, I loved that. Yes. So, Catherine and Greg review the tape of Zoe's study, excuse me, and find that at one point the door to her room opens and someone stands in the doorway. Meanwhile, on Captain Jack's tape, he's shown waking up in the middle of the night and leaving, never to return. Catherine figures Dr. Wolfowitz is involved, but doesn't know how to get to him. Grissom enters and interjects. They found that that the good doctor stole the book from the UNLV library, which gives them a cause for a warrant. So he stole books from UNLV like a absolute idiot. What's the UNLV? University of Nevada, Las Vegas.
1: Oh well, now I feel stupid. So
0: yeah, no he (laughs) he steals from just the university, I guess, just because he wants to. There's no real like understanding about why he does that. I guess. Yeah, I think I
1: think we find out later when they find out like all his sketches and drawings and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that's like what relates to. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Something, something like that. It has it's to do something with like it. something like experiments and, and all that mess. Yes. I, I didn't really catch that either, but that was the only thing that I could figure.
0: Yeah. So, in a twist of fate, Dr. Wolfowitz is found dead in his car in the clinic parking garage. Yes. Grissom knows that there's no sign of trauma or blood, but the driver's seat where he was found is, like, wet. And the body is wet. And so, Doc Robbins does the autopsy and, like, the body is completely frozen. Like, he can't even cut into it. He and tells, he broke the blade
1: off in there. Yeah. Ugh.
0: That was... Mm-mm. Yeah. Also, I don't like the, the up-close shots of him using a scalpel on skin. I hate it. I, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doc tells Grissom that it takes at least two days for a body to be frozen to the core like that. Before he did his incision, he found bruises and puncture wounds all over his body, similar to Zoe. He shows Grissom the number one, branded into the victim's left shoulder. Grissom relays this information to Catherine, who is perplexed because she's like, "I talked to him yesterday, and he wasn't frozen, and so I don't know what to do."
1: And yeah, it was that was a little weird. I'm like, "Oh dear Lord, what mm-hmm. is it? Is there like a glitch in the matrix? It's
0: like <laughs> or something." The doctor is obviously a victim too because he's got those bruises. Right, and because his he branding, has the branding. But it's like now, who the hell is like this to the doctor? <laughs> the, yeah, for sure. In the parking garage, Grissom is met by Lady Heather, who says that she can help him with the case. She tells him that about a year ago, Zoe had become pregnant with her therapist baby. The therapist was not only married, but he violated an oath. Lady Heather called the AMA and had the therapist's license revoked, which made Zoe want to stop speaking to her. Assuming that the lab would need Dr. Wolfwitz's DNA, she admits to having sex with him the night before and hands Grissom a used condom in a plastic baggie. Never underestimate a mother who wants to get justice for her kid. However.
1: And can use the good old sex a I'd give him a
0: cup of water and then take the cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's dead. She's, she's I ain't all about. sleep with him. Yeah. She.
1: That's gross. No. You know, and it just dawned on me the, that that was a condom because they said something in, later on in the investigation about the like, the, yeah. the condom with the DNA. I'm like, I don't know a Mm -mm. I have thoughts about that, but continue.
0: Grissom tells her that the doctor has been dead for two days, and Lady Heather's like, no, I slept with him last night. She said, "Mm mm-mm. Uh-uh. No, no. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I did the thing. (laughs) Catherine processes Jacob's car, lifting a print from the steering wheel and finding a pill stuck in the fold of the passenger seat. Meanwhile, Wendy tells Grissom that the dirt from outside the barn that was like... Had flies all over it. (laughs) Tested positive for human DNA, containing over a dozen DNA profiles, including Zoe. She adds that the saliva from the book page and the used condom both match Dr. Wolfowitz. So, Lady Heather's not lying. Yeah, she's She's telling the
1: truth but then it gets weird like just like this is not the weird part but it's like gradually getting weird yeah you're not
0: ready yeah Catherine finds that all of the prints recovered from the car are a match to someone named Leon Sneller not the doc, not Dr. Wolfowitz mm-hmm. she shows Grissom a picture a photo of Leon and they have a striking resemblance between the two so Grissom guesses that Jacob and Leon are twins Meaning that they have the same DNA, but different fingerprints. We got twins again. Always twins. (laughs) My (laughs) glove. One's good, one's bad. Yeah. Catherine notes that Leon's record shows that he joined the army in 1985 and was stationed in Berlin until about a year ago. She hypothesizes that Leon came back to the United States, killed his brother, stuck him in a cooler, and then started impersonating him. So messed up. Question. Yes. Do you think
1: he was in that cooler when Nick and Warwick showed
0: up at the... Yes. List. Thank you. I do. That I is, sure do. That was and and when Lady Heather was there, too, snooping around.
1: Yes. That's why I was I was curious mm-hmm. if... Because they, they wanted to open that freezer, but then you can't because yep. la-dee-da. Can't do it. But, yeah. No. I, I was I was like, dang, where did all of a sudden they just freeze him for, you yeah. know, whatever. And... Nope. I he was in that freezer. Whew.
0: So, Catherine Grissom and Brass go back to Dr. Wolfowitz's house along with some, un, some uniformed officers... As they search the living room, Catherine finds a menorah in one of the drawers of the hutch. She acts like people being Jewish is like the weirdest thing. She's like, "Oh, they're Jewish." Yeah, like <laughs> it's like like a people freaking people are Jewish. lady. like, not, like, yeah, like, like it's,
1: it's not like like they're like a rare species. It's not or like something. she
0: found like a sex toy in the in the cupboard or something. It's right. <laughs> like it's a menorah. Chill. Like, yeah, chill out. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they act like being Jewish is such a wacky like. Horror. <laughs> Boo, Anna. I know. How dare they? So, <laughs> yeah, that made me giggle. Grissom walks nice. across the room and hears a creaking sound as he walks across the floorboard. And he does like a little jump on it, which was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and he rolls back the carpet to reveal a trap door. Underneath the living room, they find a hidden lab, complete with textbooks and lab equipment. On the wall, Grissom finds a plaque that reads, Arbeit Macht Frey, when translated into English, means work will set you free. He knows it's got Nazi symbolism on it as well, which... It's a lot. It, yeah. yeah. He says that the same words were hung over the gates at Auschwitz. Catherine mentions that Zoe would have made the perfect woman, except for her one brown eye. She sees that a nearby grandfather clock has no numbers on it, and they hear groaning coming from behind the wall. When Grissom and Brash push the clock to the side, they reveal a hidden torture chamber. <sighs> And what is inside the torture chamber is, honestly, it's like the grossest thing I've seen on CSI in a long time. It's pretty intense. So, two twins, men, twin males, are found with their backs sewn together. One of them is dead. The other one is very nearly dead and does end up dying at the hospital. So, then we're out of that house for good. Thank God. Yeah. I, like... No, this guy is so messed up. I don't understand. I
1: don't want to know how or why no. he sewed them together because I was like at first I was like, is he trying to separate and join twins? But then I was like, if no, he's
0: that's there's that's too different. So if you're a people If you're going with what Nazis did, they did perform a bunch of experiments on people that had like different to try to create the quote unquote perfect person. So I'm, I don't know why you would sew twins together to do that,
1: no, but no, like you,
0: what they said about Zoe makes a little bit more sense, because she's blonde, she has blue eyes, but she has the one brown eye, so they took her brown eye out and replaced like, it with a blue one to, I guess, do other experiments on her. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason to it, because... No, it's all disgusting. It's all, it's all horrible. Disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. So, Nick informs Catherine that Sneller was Jacob and Leon's birth name and that they were adopted by a Jewish couple named Wolfowitz. So, they weren't biologically Jewish. They were adopted Jewish. Oh, oh. That Meanwhile, Grissom reads through Leon's notes and finds quotes attributed to Hitler, along with notes on experiments regarding the human brain. He also reads that Zoe gave birth to a baby girl on August 3rd. Grissom takes photos of the metal pipe in the torture chamber and envisions Zoe being tied up there. A flashback shows her seeing Jack being tortured, and it's then that she decides to gnaw at her wrist to try to escape. Uh, I just yeah. I can't.
1: Yeah, that that flashback theory of that was that was rough. It is so. Which gross. I didn't realize that that was Captain Jack on the table that was being mm-hmm. tortured. I didn't. I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah. Grissom climbs back upstairs into the living room, and there he sees a necklace under the couch that matches the big cross necklace that Lady Heather usually wears. Yes. Grissom leaves the house and starts driving towards Sparks, where he believes Lady Heather might be. Mm-hmm. When he reaches the location where Zoe's body was found, he finds Lady Heather torturing Leon with a whip. She is absolutely going to town on this man. She's tied into the girl in oh, her car. yeah. And she is like in an absolute rage. Yes. He grabs the whip from her and uses the safe word stop. Lady Heather tearfully says that she wants to finish what she started, but Grissom tells her that he's asking her to stop. She gives up the whip and collapses into Grissom's arms and cries. And that is the end of this horror-filled episode.
1: Yeah. I would have turned around and let her finish. Right? I mean... I mean,
0: honestly, that guy is that guy is messed up. It's There's, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've seen some messed up characters, and the he's fact one that, of the worst. Yeah, and the fact that it was his her daughter...
0: That yeah, got involved I, Yeah, no, I
1: would have turned my I would have turned around and be
0: like, no. I don't know. I knew Lady Heather was part of this. I had no idea it was her daughter. That yeah, I didn't think victim. about that either
1: until I saw her and, and I was, I was like, like, Oh hey, <clears throat> gonna go. Correct. love Lady Heather.
0: Anyway, so we're gonna leave this Mr. Leon Wolfowitz in the dark and we ain't gonna mention him ever again. Yeah. He, Disgusting. Excuse me. So let's go to fashion. Sarah has a mini scarf. <laughs> At one point, (laughs) and then we'll speak about Nick. Oh, Lordy! So, Nick had a caterpillar on his and a shaved head for a while.
1: Now, I could take the shaved head, the the mustache, I just now the caterpillar's gone, yeah,
0: but he has a beaver swoop, (laughs) (laughs) not only a beaver swoop. I'm pretty sure he's dyed it as well. It looks really it dark. It looks. I thought it looked lighter. Like in certain oh. light, I thought it looked lighter. I thought he I was. Thought Greg at least twice <laughs> <laughs> through this episode because <gasps> he's like he's getting the Greg hair. He's got and the it, like swoopy. It the, don't, the, don't work. Stop. It don't work at all. It ain't it. It's
1: now. Greg's hair ain't any better. Greg's (laughs) hair ain't
0: much better, but hey, Greg's had his hair for the whole of the thing. But
1: Greg is Greg, okay? Yes. Greg's his own little personality. We really like Nick because he's a wholesome country by Little Texas boy. And he does not need the little swoopy-doop of the hair. No. no. The Uh early
0: 2000s are killing me. (sighs) Lord. Jumping into Greg. Greg's shag of a haircut. That's very of the time. It's getting a little long. It's kind of getting mullety. Like, it was, like pinching up, up over his ca- his collar of his shirt. And I was like, oh, Greg. <laughs> Thank <you>. Also, he's, <laughs> like, wearing aggressive <laughs> layers throughout this. He is, actually. I noticed that. <laughs> like, I'm like, A damn. t-shirt and a sweatshirt and a jacket. and <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot going on. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. I just wrote down Greg's aggressive layers. Oh, Lordy.
1: Speaking of Nick, going back to Nick, did you notice his turtleneck? In this episode, yes. No,
0: maybe I've just got used to him wearing turtlenecks.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I guess it stood out to me more yeah. because I. Ne- I guess I just. I didn't, didn't notice it when him and Warwick were at the uh, uh, flower thing. Yeah, and I know I'm like, damn, Nick, you
0: got a turtleneck going with that shape? No, <laughs> stop uh, yes. it. It's quit. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop right now. Oh man. Well, that's all I had for fashion and Greg. Did you have any other notes for this episode before we hit rankings? Uh, no, cuz
1: Catherine's always on point. She is. Um Sarah's getting a little better. Uh I do remember the little mini scarf that was pretty funny. Yeah, I know. Um, I was
0: like <laughs> It doesn't really even seem like a Sarah fashion. Item. Oh, I don't know why they gave it to her. Did
1: you, is it in this episode that they do something with Hodges and um I don't know what it was about?
0: He's not in this one, so no.
1: Maybe it's the one before, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. They were in the lab talking. It was Sarah and Grissom, mm-hmm. and Hodges just said something about like he's like slowly starting to get like gray hair or whatever. And Sarah's like, you know, gray hair could be attractive, and you know, I'm like, <laughs> you flirting, Sarah. You <laughs> <I'm> flirting, girl? Because <laughs> Grissom's standing right next
0: to you with that gray, with song all that paper. gray hair. <laughs> what all that sawn paper going on? <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Let's rank characters in case. Now, I've not done my rankings yet, so we'll just do it together. Yeah, I'm conflicted. I am too. Characters, none of our characters really have any growth. It's Lady Heather's growth and kind of issues. Maybe Grissom? Maybe Grissom, but like, not really. I kind of want to give it like a one. Yeah. It's low as far as character development goes.
1: It's, It's more case heavy. Yes. And Lady Heather heavy. Yes. And she's not a main character, but like, I feel like Grissom would be lumped into that.
0: Yeah, I, I do too, because they're like an autumn kind of. They're very close. So, case itself, I hated this case just because it, it was so great. disturbing. No,
1: it was terrible. It
0: was compelling to watch. Like I, the, I was invested in the mystery, as horrible as it ended, which gives it a couple points in my book. I'd say like maybe a two, a two. That's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> a two yeah. for that one. So overall, because this one gets a two.
1: It's it's great. Like because. Obviously, like Lady Heather comes into it and like yeah. is like revengeful, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But the the case itself was just like people were just freaking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like that that just goes to, and that and that's unfortunately real bad. life.
0: Mm-mm. Because
1: like, listen to true crime. Yeah. It's you know I'm not surprised. Mm-mm. But it's sad to that you have to resort to cutting or to chewing off your own hand. It's terrible.
0: So terrible. Like I
1: would have broke bones before I would have chewed myself. But you know, desperation. You positive, do what you got to do. You know.
0: MVP. I don't know who to do MVP. My brain was like Doc Robbins because he figured out all the shit wrong with this woman, like her yeah. innards, like being weird, and the yeah. marks and the bruises and the frozen body. Doc had a lot to do this episode, and he like came through and pulled through it. I mean, Grissom is involved with Lady Heather, but he wasn't any more involved in the case than he usually than any, is. Anybody else? And then anybody else, like yeah. Catherine was there, Nick was there, Warwick, Sarah, Greg—they Greg, they were all there doing. Yeah, their I would say Doc and, Let's Doc and David. Doc and David. Yeah. Very first MVP. Like, Look at him. I feel like, <laughs> like
1: Doc and David are like a package deal, kind of like they Nick are. and Warwick. You yeah. know? Um, because poor David is like. In the werewolf episode, yeah, Bless him. he's trying to do his job, and Archie and whoever the hell mm-hmm. comes in there and tries to mess up and like take pictures and stuff. And David's like,
0: "Stop nope. it, That's my he's court. trying to this be is mean, my lord," but he's still
1: being really nice. And I'm like, "Stop it, David, David. He's yes. So he's lumped in with their with dog, yes. with Doc, so because right. he gets a lot of shit. Yeah,
0: we'll give them MVP this time. Like I said, I think they deserve it. Well, we've reached the end of yes. possibly the <laughs> grossest. This was is pretty rough. You have Nazis. You have manipulating human organs. You have sewing people together. You, you have bitten you have off wrists. wrists. You have it's a lot
1: unhealthy human cu- curiosity. Boy, no
0: kidding.
1: Like, like, like dangerous curiosity, um, of the of the body, really, yes. because he's like picking apart everything. And, oh boy.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're apologizing yeah. if this scarred you in any way. So back to the <laughs> title. <laughs> yes. Pirates of the Third Reich. I, pirates, the only thing I get from pirates is Captain Jack thinking he's a pirate because he had one eye. That's the, I, I and don't know. And he wasn't even part of the case. No. He has a little blip on the radar. So yeah. I don't know who came up with this title. Don't like it.
1: Yeah. Don't like it a bit. But was his, was it his eye that ended up in her? In
0: Zoe, yeah.
1: But how she escaped? Or did he put it in like before? He put it in
0: before. Yeah. So he's taking it out of Captain Jack when he's being tortured and we see her start to gnaw on her wrist. So I'm guessing he puts it in her and then she gnaws through her wrist and then she escapes. Oh, okay. So that's why she's got that guy uh, in there. Oh, uh, I know. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. So disgusting. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I
1: was that invested in that, but
0: um, yeah, it was, it was terrible. So, like I said, we apologize if we scarred you. Hopefully... Future episodes won't be this disturbing. <laughs> this one was pretty rough. And f- the fact that it was actually ranked, I'm actually kind of impressed. I'm kind of surprised it was ranked too. I mean, I understand because Lady Heather's in it. And we all love Lady Heather.
1: Is it because, like you said, the Pirates of the Caribbean came out, and this is like a I mean,
0: this is a long time after Pirates of the Caribbean, though. Because mm. that was like 2001.
1: Oh, good lord! Or I two? Thought.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so this was this was a okay. while after oh, no, that. Mind. So I, I went that theory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. I love Orlando Bloom. Let me watch this disturbing <laughs> Absolutely. Let's disturbing let's add CSI
1: in the middle of it. Oh, goodness. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we hope you sort of enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully we, we made hope it digestible. Yeah, we hope you're all right. And we hope that you continue to... Uh, just come hang out with just us. Just come hang out with us. Yep. We'll do some You don't even have to watch episodes the episodes.
1: Even if they're like this gruesome,
0: you don't even have to watch the episode. Just listen
1: to our Yeah, just
0: listen to our uh, watered-down summary... <laughs> uh what very watered down and this is very
1: very watered down
0: anyway hit subscribe if you haven't and we'll see you next tuesday when we cover another episode yes come hang out see you folks see ya. bye